Welcome to Worth in Progress. I'm Maria Grandi, personal power speaker and coach, and I'll be helping you get through the very real and raw process of personal development. Self-awareness is not always pleasant, so it's my intention to teach you to recognize your triggers, give you tools to guide you, and I'll share my personal stories of my own journey to find self-worth. Thank you so much for being here, and I always welcome your input. Hello, this is Maria Grandi, and welcome to episode 20 of Worth in Progress. It's been a while. I haven't been here, but today we're going to talk about loving yourself right where you're at. We're going to talk about a few other things such as quarantine and everything that everyone's going through and how difficult it could be sometimes to love yourself in the moment. We always kind of, even if it's subconsciously, we decide to not be happy right now because we don't have everything that we want. So I hope you enjoy this episode. Thank you for listening. Okay, so first things first. This quarantine has impacted everyone in lots of different ways, including me. And as if that wasn't enough, we have everything that's going on in the world. So many different belief systems and ideas and really hurtful times for people. It's not hard to believe that anyone could fall in a slump during this period or become angry and frustrated with all that's going on. And just it, like even angry at the fact that, you know, everything has changed, that you have to wear a mask to go anywhere how it impacted schools. And I know my son graduated high school, so it was very different for him. And college and and just, you know, just it taken away a lot from people. I try to look at it like it gave me a lot too. But I feel like I went through a few phases during this quarantine. And I think the first phase was I was super productive. In the beginning, I was like, wow, I have an excuse. I could stay home and do all this. And I organized the basement. I set up my podcast area down there, spent time outside, felt really good. And then I got COVID and the whole entire family had it as well. I feel like for me, that took a good month to where I wasn't having symptoms anymore. The kids had a much milder case, but my husband and I had a little bit more of a serious case and I developed pneumonia. And this is my first podcast recording because I fell into what I call phase three of the quarantine. Blah. (laughs) I really didn't accomplish much. I would sit outside and in an effort to ground myself, you know, just sit there all day. And that wasn't such a bad thing, but I also wasn't very productive as far as work goes. I was very quiet on social media. I started to like really think about why. Why was I really separating myself and hiding myself, as I like to call it now? I couldn't understand the underlying reason for me not even making posts or or feeling good enough to inspire other people. It was really the same reason why I didn't want to go anywhere or be seen. I wasn't happy with myself. I haven't been happy with myself. And that's mainly about my weight. And I've talked about this many times on here, but uh, I I feel like I really started to hide myself again. I help people with self-worth and self-love. And I always talk about, you know, it's hard to recognize and understand why I'm so good at inspiring others, but I sometimes let allow myself to fall into this slump. And after all this time, all this learning, inspiring other people, I still have that lack of love sometimes. I still find it really hard to love myself right where I'm at, that I don't have to be sad because I want changes. The changes can can motivate me. They can make me feel driven, but I allow them to make me feel sad. And that's what brought me down in phase three. I pulled away from it all 
and I tried to let go, love myself where I'm at, not because of how I used to look or how other people saw me, but for me, for what's inside. We learn so much to judge the outside, but I do love myself on the inside. I do love who I am. I just didn't love how I looked. So this was a, this is, not was, is a hard time for me. And I promise to share that with you. And so even when I have my lows, I want to share everything with you so you know exactly what it is to go through this. To me, I guess I was worth something or beautiful because I wasn't taught to love myself unconditionally. I was taught to judge, just like everyone else. And we need to unlearn this behavior, not even only when it comes to ourselves, but everything and everyone. And the unlearning is a bitch because it requires self-awareness and for us to go way deeper than most people are willing to travel. So I've been doing the work. And in the last month, I still felt stuck when it came to putting myself out there, especially on video. The podcast is a little bit easier for me because it allowed me to hide. I could still get my message out without being seen. So no vulnerability was needed. Does that make sense? I could show vulnerability in all the areas that I feel that I healed already, that where I've grown, right? But it's been tough in this area. It's not as easy when you're still suffering to show the vulnerability. And I have so many people who have tried pulling me out of this. Some actually barely speak to me because I chose to do the hard work and people think that the hard work is going to the gym or eating right. That's not my hard work. I know what I'm supposed to do in order to lose weight. The hard work is going inside to clean out all the bullshit I learned. That's the whole purpose of this podcast. I promise to take people through the very real and raw process of personal development, and I'm still in it. It's one thing for you to know that you're supposed to love yourself right where you're at, despite wanting to make any changes, but it's another thing for you to let go of all the things you were taught to believe about beauty and all the shame you were taught about being overweight. Well, for me, it's weight. I hide myself because I'm not happy with where I'm at right now. We have to learn to nurture ourselves in the moment and teach ourselves that everything we were conditioned to believe that we're not enough is wrong. We're enough right where we're at right now. I could still want to lose weight, but I don't have to have the self-loathing going on. I don't have to hide myself. I don't have to get anxiety when I have to be seen somewhere. The people who do not find it hard to go work out every day, you know, that's their motivation. They go work out. They're saying, you just have to move. Get up early. Go do something. You just have to. And I used to get so mad at that. Oh, is that all I have to do, Karen? Thanks. I didn't realize it was that easy. (laughs) But they're trying to help from their level which is the only level they can understand from, right? Their own perspective. They have their own hangups. Maybe one of their hangups is perfectionism. Probably they feel not good enough in another way. But I always appreciate people trying to help me. It's just that I'm this far because now I understand that I have to do the work. I'm the one that has to go deep. I know what I'm supposed to eat. I know I'm supposed to walk. I know I'm supposed to work out and move my body. What the fuck is the reason that I'm not doing it? That's what I want to know. Then 
you still get so many messages from people that come through and, and yes, they are trying to help, but it still gives the message that you're not good enough the way you look right now. So I'll get messages, countless messages telling me about diets, um, things that people have tried and they've lost weight and I should try it too. I can't even tell you how many times I've gotten these in the last several years. And I did used to get more offended than I do now, but now I just bring it back to me. It's just hard when you're getting so many mixed messages. You know, when you do lose weight and people see you and they're like, oh my God, you look so great, blah, blah, blah. Okay, well, bitch, you were telling me before that I looked great and that I shouldn't be upset with the little bit of weight that I put on because I'm still beautiful. So you get these mixed messages from people that could potentially put you back into that spiral. So you're telling me to be happy and love myself because I'm perfect where I am right now. And then you tell me you have the perfect diet for me or that I just have to or just need to eat right or exercise. How is anybody supposed to love themselves where they're at when they get these types of messages? My girlfriend was telling me that she doesn't even go visit her mom because her mom makes her feel so bad about her weight. That's heartbreaking. Of course, I know that the mom is just projecting onto the daughter, but that's not what you feel in the moment. You feel the pain. And what do you do when you feel the pain? You remove yourself from that situation. And there it goes. You hide. You hide because you know what people are thinking. You're afraid of what someone's going to say. You're afraid of the comments like, you let yourself go, and so you pull away. My message here is, don't pull away and do nothing. Pull away and figure out why you're where you're at. And that's what I'm doing. I've upset so many people by not going to their functions and events and just, you know, hanging out or whatever. And it has nothing to do with them. And yet they take it so personally. It is everything to do with, I was in protection mode. I had somebody tell me recently that they miss me and how funny I used to be, that I made them laugh all the time. And that made me feel bad. I'm not a different person. I'm growing, I'm learning, and I will fight for self-love and my self-worth. But I'm not going to put my self-worth in all the things that everyone around me thinks I'm worthy of. I need you to understand that temporarily I'm not in that funny place. I'm figuring shit out. And I need that space right now. Without you getting upset with me, I'm trying to honor myself. I'm trying to set boundaries and to learn that I don't have to give anything of myself in order to be loved. I just had to stop recording because I cried when I said that. Sometimes you're going to need space and you're going to need time. Just do something with it. If you find that you're depressed, wallowing in self-pity, which maybe you're not, but I know I did, and choosing not to live your life because you're not happy with where you are right now, know that I see you. I feel your pain. I feel it so deep. And this doesn't have to be about weight or looks or anything. It could be about anything else. It could be about success or just it, it applies to everything. This is just my journey.
And I really hope that this resonates with people because it's extremely exhausting to figure out loving yourself as you are when you're constantly getting clear message from the outside world that you're flawed. And I don't mean even by the people that love you. I mean by ads and just viewing what other people think of as beautiful or smart or successful. Of course you're going to compare yourself. My pulling away from my regular routine was about me growing, not me running away. A little bit of it was about running away because I didn't feel good, but I needed this. For me, I guess it was a protection thing, mostly protection from myself. I know I was judged. I don't believe people when they're like, oh, I don't judge you. Bullshit. We're all taught to judge. So I thought I had to protect myself. I would have anxiety when I had to go to parties. You know, just getting dressed, just to go anywhere, to dinner, it didn't matter. I already felt crazy. And when I shared my feelings with anyone, they would tell me I'm crazy too. They would say, you're beautiful. Don't feel like that. But I did. I tried to be perfect. I showed people what I thought they wanted to see. That's what we do. That's what the shadow self is. The parts that we hide because we don't think they're going to be accepted. So how do you get to the place where you're comfortable with yourself even when you get those messages? Or even when you have the fear that you're being judged? Whether you're being judged or not, you have the fear of being judged. How do you deal with it? So much shame is associated with being overweight. Brene Brown, the author, is always talking about shame. And she says, if we can share our story with someone who responds with empathy and understanding, shame can't survive. And even when you read books and you understand, like I've done for the past 10 years, read books and understand that the past is the past and you got to let it go. Every time I think I'm done with the pain of the past, there's something else that just punches me right in the gut. I'm real big on sharing my story. But now I feel like it's my old story. I always tell people about, you know, what held me back. And, and basically what I just said here was, so how do I get past this one point? You know, it's a series of figuring it out as you go. One of the things that you do for yourself is self-nurture. Talking yourself down off of that ledge. It's talking nicely and kindly to yourself. It's looking in the mirror and finding something that you love instead of issues. It's moving your body. It's taking care of yourself in ways that you never did before. That doesn't always mean going to get your nails done. It could be just the way you talk to yourself. It could be a daily ritual, something that you do for yourself each day. It can be writing in a journal. I even started to call myself lazy because I wasn't doing what I know I needed to be doing. I was all about self-sabotage. And I think you just get to the point where you're just not going to accept it anymore. And I'm there, phase four. I'm not going to allow myself to feel bad about myself anymore. And wouldn't it be so nice if we could actually believe that? That we could just decide one day, I am not going to let myself feel bad about myself anymore. And then you just never did again. That would be great. But that's not how it works. You have to be present in every moment so you catch yourself. That's where I'm at. I'm learning. I was so good at lifting other people up. I really, really need to 
take this time to lift myself up. So what do you do if there are mean people out there that actually like the fact that you're not where you want to be and they have to make their mean comments or smirks or whatever it is they do? Social media is a big space for that. That's where my Philly comes out (laughs) because I really can defend myself or understand that the person is just projecting. I really want to say, listen, I'm harder on myself than you'll ever be, so you can't touch this. I'm the only one that can penetrate my psyche when it comes to feeling bad about myself. Does that make any sense? But you have to understand that people are coming from their own perspective, their own issues, their own pain, and you just have to stay in yours. Stay in your lane. Do your work. Do what's necessary to get you moving. I don't even mind the fact that I took this last month to heal. I was feeling bad for it at first. And I was actually telling myself, oh, well, you did all that work and now you haven't been on social media. Everyone is asking where you're at. And I I felt like I wasn't doing enough. And that's bullshit. I was doing plenty because I was sitting in the pain. I was feeling what I needed to feel in order to get my ass moving. And I hope that I stay moving. But I know that down the road, there could be a bump that I find very hard to get over. I think it's just being kind to yourself in those moments. It's knowing that there's going to be ups and downs and it's not all going to be the way you want it to be or the way you think you decided it was going to be. Like, oh, I'm going to lose this weight. I'm going to feel better. And that's the way it's going to be. And then two weeks later, when you don't see any difference, you fall right back into the rut. We can be our own worst enemies. I think when we learn to pull ourselves out without needing any assistance from anyone else, without depending on someone else to pull us out of it, we are so much stronger. Another thing you can do is learn. Learn something about what you're going through. Don't just sit there and feel it. Learn about it. Understand way more than your conditioning has taught you. You can pull yourself out of feeling this way by just going outside and grounding yourself. Use your five senses to just be there, just in that moment. I find that that pulls me out of those moments every time. And recently, I had to go to a little party, a family party, and I really didn't want to go. It's not that I didn't want to see my family. It's that I I hate getting dressed and all of the pressures that I would put on myself. And that's when I did my self-talk. I may not like me right now. I may not like the way I look and I'm doing something about it. But my family wants me there and loves me for me. And I have to learn to love me for me and what I bring to the table. I just want to thank my audience for listening number one, but also for allowing me to share this, giving me the platform to share what I'm going through, even as I go through it. Not just things that I've already worked on, but understanding that this is a very vulnerable area for me to share. It took me a little bit of time, and I know I've shared it before, but this is something where I had to really sit in it the last 30 days or more. It really hit me hard. And I know that even when I get past this, that there's going to be something else that rears its ugly head and that I'll be able to handle it. So we grow in different areas. Like I know what I'm capable of. 
I know that I can get through anything now, but when you're in the storm, it's hard to stay positive sometimes. Please do your best. And if you don't have anybody to tell these kinds of things to, please feel free to share your stories with me or questions at Maria at MariaGrandiLLC.com. And I look forward to the next episode. Thanks for listening.